I am Kim Crawl. Hi, I'm reporting to you not live outside of my closet. I'm also pretty far away from my closet. Never mind. I don't have to overanalyze this every week. If you're an early listener of Crawl Space, you know why this has been such an issue every week. If you're a new listener to Crawl Space, you're probably like, what in the fuck is she talking about? Well, I used to record in my closet for the first like year and a half of Crawl Space, maybe two years. I have no idea. And then I got a bigger table. It's a whole thing. I probably have explained it already, and it really doesn't matter. And I don't know why I use a whole minute every episode to explain what's going on. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are we? I am okay. I am a little scatterbrained, but that's all right. I did take my Adderall. I took my Adderall this morning, and it's kind of weird because the five milligrams is not working as well as it was. And I do what my doctor told me to do, which is take like two days off a week. Um, so, you know, TBD on that. But I took a, I took the full 10, and now I feel like I'm firing at all cylinders. Or I just feel my the noise is quiet. It's so funny because people are like, oh, yeah, I take Adderall. And then I'm like wide awake. And they're like, you can't take Adderall late at night. I'm like, I can. I actually can go to sleep right after Adderall because my the noise in my head is quieted down. A lot of times I can't go to sleep because my brain is like, we're going to do some talking. Um, yeah. So I have had. So I said last week I was going to talk about Mean Girls this week. And um, Mean Girls, I just, you know, the movie is Mean Girls. So that's really. But like I have had so many encounters with not not nice women lately and I've never ever ever a person like you know what I, I work with this with this broad and we were talking uh this is really funny she said um because when you're on the dating apps men will ask for more pictures and I follow this dating coach who says I'm gonna take a sip of water I follow this dating coach who uh says if you have the correct and the like the correct type of photos and the right amount of photos no one should be asking you for more photos on your dating apps and I'm not on dating apps I've thought about like I have three girlfriends that I was out with one of them the other night and I was like yeah maybe I'll just go we'll go we'll have a girls night and you guys will all and they're all you know they're all in relationships and uh, I'm like you guys will just make my dating profile and then set up dates and then I'll go um, and I feel like that might be lazy. I don't know. But they were like, yeah, that's not, or the one I was out with was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, but I'm not on the dating apps, uh, mostly cause they just, I, I think it is, it is like swiping culture. You know what I mean? Like where you, we get like, we like, there's so many options that we're just like, oh, if I don't, you know, I'll just swipe and swipe and swipe and I won't look at, I won't like have meaningful swipes. You know what I mean? Like I know guys who like, I know comedian guys who've told me this, that then when they go to a new city, they just swipe every girl and then whoever matches with them, then they choose between them who they'll hang out with for the night. And it's just, I don't know. The swiping thing is just not really for me, but this dating coach was like, sometimes people will, and not even, uh, not even just men, but majority men will ask for more pictures. If you don't have because a lot of people will do this on their apps, which is so weird. They'll post a, like a group, like a bunch of group photos. 
So you're like, well, which one are you? I've seen that so many times. It's so insane. Like what? And I know, like, I, I know people are insecure. Like it's a, it's a, it's a filter culture too. We're like in a world where, you know, people put heavy filters on their photos and, you know, we, you know, I mean, we're just perpetuating this insecurity thing, I think, but, um, she, yeah, she was like, people put group photos. They don't put enough solo photos, but also you need to put a, you know, a, a new photo, not a new photo, but a current photo, a non-filtered one and one of your full body. Um, just so people know who's showing up on the date. And, um, why did I, oh yeah. So this girl I work with, uh, this, this, uh, I've been working at, she's with my new job and I, I bartend with her. I've st stood next to her for a few times and she's really nice and cool. And she said this guy asked her to go to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And if you're not in Los Angeles, there's this old cemetery um, that has like a lot of like celebrities and old time Hollywood buried there. It's so weird. I've bartended there. I used to go there with an ex-boyfriend that I will somehow weirdly talk about in this episode that I've written down. Um, and they, they'll have concerts or they'll have like they have this big white building where they project like old movies onto it. And by old movies, like they played like Pretty Woman a couple of weeks ago. So like not like the 60s, but or the 50s. I don't fucking know what old is, but um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of eerie. Just sidebar. Like when I bartended there, I bartended there a couple of weeks ago and I was like, these are just gravestones that we're just like partying on. I mean, we're bartending next to this massive, like this little river up to this big, like fucking tombstone. Like it's just, it's a little weird, but some guy and asked her on a date there and my ex and I used to go there a lot on like our date nights and it was always really fun um we got in a huge fight one time and broke up uh after one of those but normally it was really fun um and she said that she was like all excited to go with this guy and then he messaged her and was like I'm gonna need another picture of you or can I get another picture of you and like that either means like it, it, most of the time it's like, I'd like a, you know, I want to, cause a lot of these, these guys on these apps are like, try to sext right away. Oh, it's just really exhausting, man. It's so exhausting. So that's why I'm not on it. I'm like, I don't know. I guess if I'm supposed to meet someone, I'll meet someone, but I also don't ever go anywhere except for to work and comedy and straight to a friend's house. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know, or football. And there's no one at football that I would date because, you know, I don't want to ruin the football bar, but so he asked her for another picture in this broad. She she's like, so I had this picture. Um, she had a sty in her eye like once upon a time. And if you don't know what that is, it's just like a like a infection of some kind. I don't know. It might be bacterial. It happens like it it it. it is really common. It sounds really gross, but it's super common. And so she had a sty in her eye once and she had taken a picture of it. So she sent the picture to the guy with her, <laughs> with her, with a sty. And she and I laughed super hard. I was like, that's hilarious. I'm like, what did he do? She's like, he immediately unmatched me and I never talked to him again. But like, she's like, I just, you just know when a guy's like, can I get another picture? They're really superficial and they're hoping for like some kind of like more skin. So she was like, I already knew I wasn't going to go out with him anyway. But she and I were talking about, men and women. And I, and I was just like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, and this came up the other day at a modeling casting. i just ran in and I, so this is, I'm never, ever, ever do not 
ever think that that's what I'm saying right now that I'm like, ew, most women are women, you know, like I, I'm and not at all. I love women. I love them. Um, I have some of the most amazing women in my life. Like I, I love women supporting women. Like, don't think that's not what I'm saying, but like the last month or so I've been like encountering the, the mean girls of the world. And it's been really weird. So yeah, I, I was at a modeling casting the other day. So real quick. So the girl I was bartending with, we were talking about, cause I said this at the modeling casting too. I, it's, it's, and I feel bad about it. But like the older I get, I'm like, do I just hate men? Do I just hate them? Is that, is that what's happening? Cause it's like, I can't go a day without being followed. Like, and then there's men that'll play like devil's advocate. You're like, oh, I walked out of a built, like out of a store. And then I was followed for four blocks and then I started running and then he started running. And then there are men that do devil's advocate where they're like, mm, I mean, are you sure he was actually running after you? It could have been a coincidence. And it's like, until you've been a woman in the world, like, just let people, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like in any kind of um, like, like group that's not I don't know, straight white male. Uh, just let people talk about their experience in the world. Right. And so I was telling this bartender, this, this die girl, I was like, I was like, man, I I'm really trying, but like every day and the longer I exist, the more I'm like, man, do I just hate them? And I, and obviously I don't mean every man. I have wonderful male friends in my life. I've met some wonderful men in my life. So please don't come out with me with, the way this model broad did, but the, the bartender girl and I, 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 she's like, I love women. I was like, same. It's like, I fucking love women. And then we both were like, yeah, you know, when you meet those women that are like, I, I like, I get along better with men than I do with women. I just like less drama. Like you're like, Oh, you're a mean girl. You're one of the problems in women. You're the reason why women don't like other women because you like people women who say that so know that when I'm talking about the mean girl interactions I've been having the last few weeks I'm not I know that's like a 10 minute example that if you've been listening to crawl space for a long time you absolutely know that I'm not one of those like catty jealous awful women right but I've been encountering them lately a lot and I like like I said last week where I'm like, what's the lesson universe like what am I supposed to be learning here so I was at a modeling casting uh I don't know, Saturday, it's Monday. It's so like two days ago. I don't know. Guys, I don't know what day it is. Like my schedule is just all over the place that every day I wake up and I'm like, it is Monday. These are the things I have to do. And the night before I look at what I have to do the next day, like I'm, I'm out of town most of this week, but I'm coming in for like one or two nights to sleep and then I'm out and then I bartend the other night. So it's just, it's, it's good. I'm grateful for the work. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful, but I am trying to get a balanced balancing act going on. So I'm, I'm at this, it's a hair modeling casting. So, you know, there's, I don't know, there's like 50 women, right. And they're only picking five female females, five models. And, uh, sorry, my, my, I'm, I realize I've had like one glass of water today and it's like 5 PM. Um, so, uh, you know, and so how they kind of do it is they like, they start the casting, they tell you what they're looking for, and then they split you up into groups of like, do you want to be blonde? Are you, do you want to go redhead? Do you want minimal change? Are you only styling? You know, they like put you in groups, right? And I usually go in, it depends on how much they're paying. 
But if it's a thousand or more, I'll go into open. I'll be open to anything. Cause like, if it's really fun, like the, I mean, these are like some of the best stylists in the world. Right. So it's usually like my, I mean, the haircut I have now is from a very talented, uh, artist at Wella and she is, yeah. So, and, and, and this was like six weeks ago, maybe longer ago. And I'm still like gorgeous. So like you, you trust these stylists, but if it, you know, whatever. So I'm in the group of these women and, uh, the 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 dislike of men came up right and there's one girl who's just like yeah uh she goes years ago she had shorter like kind of a mullet shorter hair right like the mole like the trendy mullet and she was like yeah years ago I was um walking she's like I had hair like down like almost to my waist and I was walking to my first hair casting and this guy in the street was like, oh, you know, the whole like, oh, you'd be prettier if you smiled or that bullshit, right, that we've been so clear on. Um, and he and he's like, where are you headed, sweetheart? And this this woman was very clear. She's like, look, I was younger. If it happened to me now, I would tell that guy to fuck right off. But I was younger and I was afraid and I wasn't as ballsy as I am now. And that's what I like the world we live in now. Women are getting more and more permission to like stand up for themselves. And it's not being a lot like I mean I've been like you know I was called Regina George I was called a bitch most of my 20s and it's because and now that I'm older and I look back I'm like no I worked hard and I didn't put up with bullshit and I had boundaries that's why I was called a mean girl um and so you know and, and there's a happen you know obviously like when I'm saying the other mean girls I'll get to it you guys will you guys you be the judge um but I like that w the the direction we're going in because they're that, like this girl said she's like when I was younger I would have like when I was younger, I just kind of answered the guy like sheepishly. And now I tell him to fuck off. So we asked her where she was going and she's like, I'm going to a hair modeling casting. And he goes, oh, what are you going to, are you going to chop all your hair off? And she goes, well, if they want me to. And he goes, ew, don't do that. You'll look terrible with short hair. And I, and I was just like me, there were four of us talking and me and another girl kind of went, ugh. And then this fourth girl goes, Oh, I, I, well, I just went, I was like, man, the older I get, I just, I'm really, really trying not to hate men. I just am. But every day I hear like 14 stories and I have 12 encounters and it's always something. And I'm really trying hard not to just hate this whole group of people. Cause I know that's irrational and no, not a fun way to go through life. Right. I'm really working on it. But every day I'm like, eh, someone's proven me right. Uh, so I said that. And then this woman goes, not all men. And I was like, well, yeah. We, we know that we like that doesn't need to be said, you know, and she goes, she goes, yeah, I actually have more of a problem with women. Like, I don't get along with women. I get along with men. And she had this like anger to her. And we, I was like, oh, yeah, I actually I have a lot of amazing women in my life. So now I, I get along with women very well. And she's like, I mean, I have girlfriends, but she's like, it's been, she had really short hair and she's like, it's women who've called me brave with short hair. And I'm like, I don't doubt that that hasn't happened, but you have this like, kind of mean demeanor and like like you open like I've never talked to you and I've seen you at these castings for years and I've watched you stand with the other girls and like look every up because it is it's an intimidating thing and I was with a friend and she was like I'm so glad you're with you we're here together and I was like I promise you one like I felt this way when I first started coming here because there's a it's like split like half of the women are just 
you know, there, like we all have booked a modeling gig. Like we're all beautiful. We're all wonderful. We all belong there. You know, we may, any, it's anyone's game, you know, if we're in that room, you know what I mean? But then there's the other half of the women that like look each other up and down and it's like, and it's, it's insecurity. You know what I mean? Cause I've been that woman that I've looked at and like, at least my hair's not frizzy. Okay. Well, at least I don't have that. At least, you know what I mean? Like, and now I don't, I've worked on myself enough. And I know that that's what that girl, like, that, you know, you attract what you put out there. And so this woman who's like, you know, women have been really mean about my short hair. She had really small boobs. We all pretty much have really small boobs. If you're in a modeling casting, like that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the name of the game. Um, it's the only place I've ever felt like I might have bigger boobs than half of the room is at a modeling casting. And, uh, and it's actually, you know, we don't have to get into that, but I've, I've thought about, I've wanted, I've thought about getting breast implants for the better part of a decade. And the further I get into my life and into loving myself, and it's not saying that people who get plastic surgery or not saying that I might not even do it at some point, but where I am right now, I, I'm just going to wait it out a little bit longer. It's also like 10 grand. So, and you know, like a couple years, a couple of weeks of to like recovery, but like, but so she was talking about how um, women have told her to get breast implants and like men haven't. And it's just like, well, what's the context? Like, you're kind of like in my face. And then she called like three other people a bitch. And then she made fun of a girl. And I was like, you're kind of like, I feel like there might be a common denominator there. You know what I mean? And I, I know that the irony, I think that's irony of me saying, do I hate men? And I'm the common denominator. But you, if you're a critical thinker, you'll understand what the fuck I'm talking about. But but I like walked out of there and I was just like, Jesus, like what, what is the interaction? Right. But there's also, so like a couple of weeks ago, like I said, I was, um, I, I did, I did, uh, I hosted an event in Orange County for a bunch of accountants and there's, and, and I, and I know, like, I know who I am in the world. You know, I know I just was like, oh, I'm in a modeling casting, but I'm nice and I'm kind there was a guy in college who was always really, really mean to me. We were friends for at like the first couple of months of college. And then he was like really mean to me for the next like five years. And then I, you know, I went back to Colorado. He was out with a bunch of people. I mean, we had the same friends, right? And he was out with the friends that I was meeting out and he like apologized. And he's like, honestly, I just have never met someone that nice <laughs> I was like that's so sad he's like most women aren't that nice and you were just so nice that I thought that there is no way that's real and I thought you were just a fake bitch and he's like now I realize that this has just been genuine the whole time and I'm like yeah maybe you could have worked on that instead of calling because he, he you know he's been a better part of better part of the time I was at that college being very mean for no reason um I mean, but I, of course, accept the apology. And I've also been mean to people. Uh, I know that. And I like I'm worried about this being like a weird, slippery slope because I'm not like being like I'm perfect and other women aren't. You know what? Or like men suck and I'm perfect. Like, I don't think that at all. I've just been encountering some interesting. So I, I did. So I did an event and it was all accountants. Right. I was all accountants and I used to date an accountant, um, which there's a weird sidebar. That's the one I, we used to go to the Hollywood forever together. Um, sidebar. So I used to model with his now wife. Right. Uh, and when I saw that they started dating, cause she and I are friends on like Facebook and we follow each other. We still do. We still follow each other on Instagram and shit. I mean, I don't see her stuff and I don't know if it's, I'm, I, I don't 
the algorithm doesn't show me her stuff, but, um, anymore it used to, and that's part of the story. So, uh, when they first started dating and I saw it on Facebook, I, you know, this is, uh, eight years ago and I was still pretty broken up about this relationship. It was like my first real adult relationship, like my first non situationship. Oh my God. Maybe I was 31. I was 31. So 10 years ago. Um, and when, she, uh, so two years later, but, but you know, it was, it was really hard for me to get over. Um, cause this was my first like committed boyfriend like I always had those are they aren't they he lives kind of far away we love each other who knows what's going to happen dramatic situationships right and this was the first real relationship I had had and it devastated me completely devastated me and so you know a couple years later I see and he had a couple of girlfriends here and there he and I even went back a few times and but I saw that he was dating a girl that I used to model with and I thought Oh my God, I got to message her and let her know that he's going to rip her heart out. Um, because, and, and not just because he ripped my heart out. Uh, there was another girlfriend he had. This was so fucking weird. I was bartending in Hollywood one night and I knew he had a new girlfriend and I was still really heartbroken over him. So I knew exactly what his new girlfriend's name is, what she looked like. You know, I knew, you know, in the, the age of the internet, you get to stalk people and sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's really unhealthy and you shouldn't do that. But uh, I had like stalked this woman. So one night I was bartending in Hollywood and this, these, this, these two women came up and one was the girlfriend and one was some random woman. And the random woman was like, excuse me. And I turned around and I saw them, I saw her and she and I looked at each other and I now know she knew exactly who I was. And this, this boyfriend would tell me about all of his ex-girlfriends. I knew all of their names. I knew why they broke up, what they did to make him leave them. You know, he was like a very toxic person. I really hope he's changed. This was, you know, he was in his late twenties, early thirties. It was a decade ago, but I knew, and I knew who she was because I was stalking all of his, you know, new girlfriends because I was devastated. And that sounds ugly and gross. And if you're like, ew, crazy, we've all done it. That's it. We've all done it. And if you haven't, congratulations. I think you're lying. Um, but this woman and I looked at each other and you could tell we both knew who the other was, but we also didn't want to be like, are you, are you? Cause like then we'd have to admit that we'd been looking at each other's shit. Um, but this, her friend was like, her friend's like, excuse me. I turn around and I look at her and we like take a beat. And then I look at the friend and I'm like, yeah, hi. And the friend was like, oh my God, you are beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you. You, you guys are too. And she was like, no, you're like stunning. And she was going on and on and the girlfriend staring at me. And I was like, cool, what can I get you to drink? Cause I know if I was in the new girlfriend's shoes and my friend, cause her friend obviously has no idea who I am. So then the new, the friend is like, let's follow each other on Facebook. I have this and that. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening right now? And I'm also still, by the way, completely heartbroken over this guy. So like her friend is being overly nice to me now wants to be friends. His new girlfriend's standing there and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to have a heart attack. So we give each other, like we follow each other on Instagram. They walk away. And then when, and, and then they walk away and I imagine the girlfriend was like, yo, that's the girl. Cause immediately this woman unfollowed me on Facebook and didn't say goodbye, didn't anything. And I'm like, fair, I'm glad you're a good friend. Also, you're an awesome woman. Cause you came up to a stranger and you were very complimentary and you're an awesome woman. Right. But so I, I like, oh, so that girlfriend, uh, they had broken up and she started uh, liking my tweets late at night. 
um, like in the middle of the night, like kind of like odd. And, and he and I hadn't gotten back together at this point. Like at this point he was long gone for me. Um, and then one day I just messaged her and was like, hi, I know you know who I am and I know who you are. And we had this little like interaction and she was just like, I'm really glad you got away and I am too. Cause he was, a, he was, you know, he was kind of a toxic male, a toxic person. Um, and I don't know who he is now. I, I, I can't speak to that. I haven't seen him in over a decade, but he started dating this girl I used to model with. And I knew all this stuff that he had broken my heart and at least two other girls heart. And like, and he broke my heart in a way that he like, left town for the weekend and then sent me a text when he came back and said, we just need to break up. And like, I literally didn't see him again for another like month and a half when I went to go get my stuff. And it was like, like he like bro. And we were like, spent it like in a serious relationship. It wasn't like a, this was like not an acceptable way. And I know that he had done that. And then when he, when he and I went back together, another random, random, another ex-girlfriend of his and I bonded. It was like the ex-girlfriend club. What is that? The, the, the first wives club. It was like the ex-girlfriend club. Cause she and I, so one night I went back to him and we added each other on Facebook and we had this whole night and it was like, oh, maybe we're going to get back together and we're going to work it out. And I will tell you that your body knows, your body knows you, you know, because I left his house that morning and I smoked my weight in cigarettes because I had so much anxiety and I knew. And then his ex-girlfriend that I had become kind of friends with, not the one who tweeted me in the middle of the night, but just the one before me, she messaged me and she's like, hey, I don't want to sound crazy, but I just saw that you and this guy are now friends on Facebook. And he and I got back together and we're now dating. And I was like, oh, I fucked him last night a lot, all night, all morning. We cried. We held hands. We talked about how much we missed each other. And you two are dating again. Cool, cool, cool. Your body fucking knows. Um, and I didn't tell her that. I just said, you know, he, yeah, because I, I was like, what's that going to do? It's just going to hurt her. So I was just like, if I, I like, I'm like, I'm going to totally take a, like, I'm going to totally clap out. And honestly, I think you're, a pr and, and you know, I didn't want to tell her, I, I don't know if that's right or not. Now that I'm older and looking back, I don't, but the decision I made at the time was like, I don't want to hurt her and tell her that this is what he's doing. But I did say something along the lines of like, if I was you, I'd probably clap out too. He's not a good dude. Um, but so cut to, so I decide not to message the girl I used to model with because I know all that will look like is a crazy ex-girlfriend, right? That, that's all that will accomplish is that I'll look kooky. Um, but how have I ever told you guys this? And I know I'm doing a whole mean girls thing, but this is a fun sidebar. Have I ever told you guys this? How I discovered, I'm like sweating in my apartment. I've had this like ring light on all day on accident and uh, ADHD, ADHD. And it's warmed up this little corner and I'm just like sweating. Um, oh, I just looked in the mirror. I don't really look, or in the, the Zoom, I don't really look that sweaty. Um, so how I discovered, you know how you can see who watches your stories on Instagram? I did not know that until this guy and the girl I used to model with got married. And again, we follow, she follows me too. And at this point it had been, I don't know, this was like, I don't know how long they've been married, but this was like years after he and I broke up and I was over it and done after I smoked my weight in cigarettes and went back to him, you know, like years, like I'm talking like maybe five um, or more. Uh, this is like 10 years ago. Yeah. Probably like five or more. I don't know. And that's how, anyway, so I'm watching 
their wedding because it's she looks you know I I liked this girl this girl was very awesome like we modeled to get we we did hair modeling we did runway modeling like we were like in a lot of shows and events together and she was really cool and really nice and so I'm watching her wedding and she looks gorgeous and so I'm like really watching her wedding I remember the time I was at like drinks with girlfriends and I was like oh my god I'm watching the ex's uh wedding on his new wife's Instagram and I'm not using his name purposely but uh and all my friends were like oh Kim and I'm like no 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 I'm over him I just she looks really pretty and we were friends I mean I don't feel like we're not friends you know she asked for a CVS recommendation on Facebook like three days ago and we exchanged like two words like we exchanged like a couple things back and forth and like we're not I mean we're not like pals but like I don't whatever and at the time I was like yeah why would I And, and all my friends were like oh Kim and then I I showed one of them I'm like look how pretty that wedding dress is and then I looked And then I like pulled up my own story and I looked in the corner and I saw that number and I was like, oh, what's that number? And one of my friends was like, well, that's how many people watched your story. And I was like, you can tell who watches whose story. And she was like, yeah, that click on it. And then it showed all the names of the people that had been watching my story. And I like I like blanked out into space and went, well, my ex still thinks I'm in love with him because I have watched their entire wedding on both of their Instagrams. <laughs> and then uh, like a couple weeks later, I'm like at, I have a show at the ice house, which is a comedy club in Pasadena. And one of my ex's friends comes with one of his, his girlfriends. I might, he might've ended up marrying this broad, but he comes with a girlfriend, right? Just to come see me. Like we were friends and you know, we became closer when this guy and I were together. And so he came to support my comedy show and I still thought it was really funny. So I told him this story and was like, so I've been watching their whole wedding and I had no idea they could see it. And, and the guy was like, Oh God, really? And I was like, well, no, I mean, she and I were friends. She looked really pretty. So I was looking at the, and now as I'm telling it again, I'm like, man, I still do sound a little creepy. And he was like, oh, and he got really weird. And then let, like, was like, all right, well, I'm going to go take my seat. And I was like, oh man, my ex will definitely think I'm still in love with him. But so back to the accountants. So he was an accountant. That's why I'm telling that story. And I totally forgot about the, the origin story of me finding out how you can tell who watches your stories because one time I watched my ex's entire wedding and their album and everything. Um, I still have no regrets. I think that's very funny. And you know, if that guy wants to be somewhere there, like the, the thing I've learned about dudes in my life is that like, if you had a crush on a guy in the third grade, he still thinks you want him. Like I will run into people that I'm like, Oh yeah, I had a crush on him a long time ago. And they're like, she's still in love with me, but women don't do that. And I don't, and I know I'm making a ton of blanket statements. Don't come at me. I don't really think it's that black and white. And if you do listen to me, you know, I don't think it's all that black and white, but likely he's still somewhere thinking I feel that way about him anyway. So I might as well just put gasoline on the fire. Plus she had a really pretty wedding dress. What do you want from me? So I am hosting this event with all accountants, right? And sometimes when you were, I don't know how to, when you were an attractive woman in the world and I've talked, you have like, 
sometimes you have to act extra kind because people already have a, a predisposition about you. Is that the word? This is really funny because now I'm going to call myself smart and I can't remember what the word is. But like, I think that's the word. But like, they think you're dumb or they think you're an asshole. And like the amount of times people have been like, you don't seem like a real attractive girl. And I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, well, you're really nice. And all the pretty girls in high school were always mean to me. I'm like, little do you know, I had a lot of missing teeth in high school, weighed about 90 pounds and wasn't allowed to shave my legs probably until I was like 14. Um, so I was not one of the cool, pretty popular girls in high school, but like, so, so I understand there. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking about, they're all accountants. So I'm telling jokes about my ex and about how, how, uh, I used to date an accountant and how I used to make really bad counting jokes. And he really, God, that guy hated me so much. The accountant, I feel like the, my ex, the one I just talked about, like, I feel like he, he always dated women. He told me before, before me that were always like really dependent on him and didn't really have their own lives and always, you know, like, like they would like enmesh immediately. And he was like, you're the only girlfriend I've ever had that like doesn't need me. And I don't know how much truth that is, but how much truth there is to that. But, you know, I mean, that was his truth. And uh, and I was like, but the funny thing is, is the, mo the, the major arguments we would have would be about how I don't need him and how independent I was and how I would like, yeah, like I would get off of work and then I would go next door with a friend and have a drink and then like text him. But like he'd call and be like, weren't we going to have dinner tonight? I'm like, I don't know. Were we? And he's like, we're in a relationship. Like, right. Like, I mean, he just like and that makes me sound like a dick. But like it was just like I was the only one that had my own thing going on. And like when I would go out for comedy at night, I remember one time he you know, he was an accountant. So he had to get up super early and he would. This one night I was like, oh, yeah, I have, you know, we went to dinner and I was like, OK, well, I have a show in Hollywood. And he's like, oh, I really want to go to your show, but I have to get up early. And I was like, I totally get it. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the show. And I, and I was like, are you sure? Because this usually erupts in some sort of fight that you made this decision. And in the morning when you're tired, it's somehow my fault that you made this decision. But I didn't say it like that. I was just like, are you sure you usually really tired when you come out with me and you're kind of grumpy in the morning? He's like, no, no, I really want to. And of course, like clockworks, like the next morning, he was super angry at me that he had stayed up on, stayed out all night and he can't be doing that anymore. And like, but he was like, so what, what was the point of that? Oh yeah. So he kind of hated me. Um, and I think we both were trying to prove a point. I mean, I have a whole chapter about him in my book. Um, I think we were both trying to prove a point to ourselves, right? I was trying to prove that I could be in a, re a real relationship and like not a situationship and like, and it, you know, it wasn't, he wasn't always the nicest. And you know, when I was flaky and I didn't know how to really do this thing and, and, and I think he was trying to prove to himself that he could date an independent person. Um, that's my side of the story, right? I don't know what, where he, what he feels and I'm sure he's probably not, you know, all these years later reflecting on his podcast, but, um, so I'm kind of like, joking, making fun of this accountant. Right. And this woman who was like, not very nice immediately as she came in, like, I was like, hi, you know, welcome, come on in. You're going to be at table four or whatever. And she was just like, mm. and, and, you know, I've encountered that, you know, the, that kind of person before. And I just know the best thing I can do is kill them with kindness and not take any of their like jabs seriously. But this woman did have a pretty good jab. It was really mean, but it was really funny. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm now I'm talking with a mic to the whole group. And I was like, yeah, I told team so-and-so that I used to date an accountant. And I paused to like breathe, not a long pause, just paused. And she yelled, yeah, until he dumped your ass. 
And it got real quiet. And everyone looked at me and I was like, well, that was uncalled for. It was true. It's true, but a little mean. And then everyone laughed. And then as soon as I like took her joke, we were friends. And so I don't think I've just learned a lot. Of, I've, I've had these encounters and I, I know it's not like, that's not that. I mean, it is a little mean, but I also can take it and I also handled it well. And then this woman liked me a bunch afterwards. Right. But you could tell when she came in, she was like, who is this bubbly, nice woman? You know what I like? It's so weird to me um, because I've watched it. I've encountered it. I've been a part of it. That this, that how, how I think if women could learn to not, if we could just be on each other's teams, we, we, we would have been running this thing the whole time, you know? And, and that brings me to, uh, so the bar, I go to watch the Broncos. Oh, I was so mad about this. <sighs> and I, I, I love this guy. This guy I watch the Broncos with have for a couple of years. Uh, he is just, oh my God, I have a huge biggest crush on him too, but he, he has made it very clear that I am not his type. He doesn't know I have a crush on him and I really don't think he listens to that unless he does. Then hi. Um, but he's just, he's very handsome. He's very, he, he, he's funny. He's very sweet. He has these wonderful male relationships. He has a huge family. He's just, he's just really cool. And I, I have a crush on him, but it's also like a friend crush. You know what I mean? But he'll call me out on my shit. And I love that. Um, uh, because I mean, with my ex, like he wouldn't call me out on my shit. It would just build and build and build. And then he would erupt and break up with me. And I'm like, well, you know, if you just talk to me about this stuff, maybe like that's what you do, right? And so, okay, so the the Bronco the Bronco bar I go to, like three weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't know, time's not real. A few Sundays ago, uh, there was a new bartender behind the bar, and she looked super familiar, but I couldn't place her, and she didn't look like she was like interested in talking. Like I didn't want to be like, Hi. like she just didn't look like a friendly lady, right? I was like, she doesn't look friendly, but I know I know her, and I'll, I guess I'll figure out how at some point, right? And so at the end of the day, I went up to the other bartender and I was like, yo, who is that? I, I was like, I know her. Who is that? And it turns out she's a, com a comic I know's girlfriend who I've only met once, but I've looked at her picture a ton of times because I follow him on Instagram. Not in a creepy way, the way I used to watch my ex's wedding, but just in a, she's in a lot of his photos and I follow him on Instagram. So I'm not always creepy. Also, once again, that wedding was like years ago and, and it really was whatever. Um, so I... I like, I don't think anything of it. I was like, oh, that's her. I met her a few times or once, twice, maybe. I don't know. And I go to uh, another bar in Hollywood that I go to a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm sitting at the bar with my buddy and we're having this really intense conversation about childhoods, the, the, you know, the, the stuff that's happening in the Middle East. I don't even think we can call it a war at this point. I mean, it's, I say it every week. I don't, I, and I appreciate all the messages I've gotten about understanding where I'm coming from and being like, yeah, it is a minefield. It is hard to make a stance publicly. And I really appreciate that. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it, it, I said it already. So, um, but so I'm standing, I'm having this like really intense conversation with my buddy and I look over and that bartender who I, you know, I met a couple of times, uh, who looked familiar, uh, comics girlfriend is sitting there with a guy I know and they're looking at me and they're clearly talking about me, like clearly, clearly. And you know, I know some people are like, oh, you might be being paranoid. No, I know when I'm being paranoid and I know when I'm being talked about, right? I'm 
whatever. Um, is this whole episode me going off the rails? Usually around 40 minute mark is when I'm like, is this interesting? Should I just start over? Maybe I'm an asshole. Uh, the voices in my head are they're getting better. They're getting nicer. Um, but they've been on a real asshole kick lately telling me that I'm not good enough. Um, and that I'm a real dick and everything I do isn't interesting. So that's what they're saying right now. Um, and if I say it out loud and I tell on them, they get quiet. Uh, does that make me sound crazy or is that relatable? So they're clearly talking about me, but I'm in the middle of a conversation and I, I'm just like, and I, I don't know. I, I, it, people talk, you know, everybody talks. That's, that's like when I talk to people and they're like, they're gossiping about me or what it's like, I've gossiped about people that I love deeply and we're humans. We're just fucking human. So I'm like, I don't even know what they're fucking talking about. Right. And, but it doesn't look nice. It doesn't look friendly, but they're definitely talking about me in a not friendly way, but it's none of my business what people think about me. Right. So then the next week it's Sunday and my friend who I watch football with was like, talking about how pretty the bartender was and I was like yeah I was like and I tell him this whole story and he goes yeah you're gonna go over and you're gonna introduce yourself and I go what and he goes you're gonna go over you're gonna be the bigger person because he was like you don't know who you are to her like maybe you're really intimidating and she just like she thinks you're the mean girl so instead of you sitting here talking to me and like talking trash about her like go over and reintroduce yourself don't be the mean girl and I was like I am not being the mean girl he's like you're being the fucking mean girl and I was like well, what do I say he's like just say hey I think we've met before say the comic's name and then just be like, I just wanted to say hi. And I was like, that is stupid. And we were going somewhere else. The Broncos had just beat the Chiefs, by the way. And I was like, that is stupid. Let's just go to the other bar. And he goes, no, we're not leaving until you go say hi to her. Like, and I was like, no, don't tell me what to do. And he's like, you're the mean girl in this scenario. I promise you. And I was like, how am I the mean girl? I'm not even talking about her. And I'm like, she's talking about me across the bar. He's like, just go. So I'm standing there and she's clearly ignoring me. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I turn and look at him. I'm like, she's just ignoring me. I'm not, he's like, we're not going anywhere. And our friends are waiting and they're like, what is happening right now? And he's like, I'm proving a point. And I'm like, I don't know what fucking point you're trying to prove. I want to marry this dude. Um, and if right now you're like, fuck that dude, it actually worked out. So he, I, I, I must've walked away from the bar like five times. And each time he's like, get back over there. We're not leaving until you do this. And I was like, fine. So she comes over and you can tell, and I've been a mean girl before, and you can tell the look in someone's eye when it's like, uh-oh, that like the, the mean girl is going to talk to me, you know? And I don't, in my life, I'm working really hard not to be that. And most people that know me now know I'm not like that at all. And I, I, I'm, I just am not afraid of conflict. I'm not afraid of confrontation. And I have strong boundaries. So I know sometimes that comes off. I, my, my old friend was like, yeah, it's really scary. She's like, you're like not afraid of confrontation. So when you're upset, you just like tell me how you feel. And it freaks me out. <laughs> I'm like, would you rather me just be passive aggressive? I'm regular aggressive. Anyway, so I'm standing there and she looks at me like not like terrified of me, but just very like, oh, fuck. You know, you know what I mean? Like when you're I've felt that way about I've been on the others. I've been on her side of it. And I just said, she goes, can I get you something? And I was like, no, hi. I just wanted to say hi. I saw you here a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I'm, you know, this comics friend. And uh, we've met a few times. And I just, you know, just want to say hi. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, I do remember you. I'm like, I'm Kim. And, and, I, and she goes, yeah, I remember your name. Well, she didn't have to say this. She's like, we've met several times. She didn't have to say that. But good for me because I knew her name. And I was like, yeah, you're so-and-so. And she was like, 
And her whole demeanor just relaxed at the thought that, that the fact that I like knew her name and was being nice. And she smiled and she goes, yeah. And I was like, really nice to see you. I'm here every week with the Bronco group. I'm sure I'll see you in a few weeks. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, have a good day. And I looked at my buddy and I was like, happy. He's like, are you? And I was like, yeah, that was the right thing to do. And then we're driving to the other bar. I'm not driving. Don't worry. Sober person's driving. And I look at him and I was like, thank you for making me do that. Because I, as I'm talking about these mean girls and, and, and I'm only saying mean girl because it's, you know, the movie that's popular, but you know, just, we all have our own story. And I know like, I don't do that. Right. Like I met a couple, I was at a wedding and I met a couple of girls uh, who were in the wedding party. And I was like, I, you know, I went up and introduced myself. I was like, hi, I'm Kim. And they both literally looked at my hand when I was shaking it and like laughed. And they were like, we know. And then they said their name and walked away. And there was another girl with me and she was like, that was awful. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't do that. Like I don't engage in that. And I just didn't speak to those women the rest of the weekend and was like happy as a clam. And the girl that was like upset I was like, let it go. Like I used to be a mean girl and I understand it. It's like the hurt people hurt people. I actually have a lot of going on inside. I don't like myself. I got to work through all these things. You know what I mean? Like I get the psychology and so I'm working it out. And like, and sometimes I don't know if I'm being a mean girl and who knows what that bartender's story was about me. Or maybe she thought I was, you know, being an asshole to her and I'm really trying and, and maybe that's the lesson in the last few weeks, but there's another lesson. So I was doing another event and I was, um, this is the one in San Francisco when we, we do the museum tours and I had two tours. There were, there were six tours all together, right? And there were three tour guides. And so we each had two groups of 20. And so right after the first group, we all met at the cafe and the, the two people I worked with, they were like, oh my God, that was so much fun. We had great whatever. And I was like, oh my God, there was a girl that was just so mean and she was so mean and you could tell she like liked it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, I get it. When I was 25, I used to make mean girls cry for fun. Like I used to, but I was so, I felt, I've felt, I've been in my halts lately. You know, I've been in my like, just not operating at full slayer strength lately and so like someone like this woman on the museum tour can really knock the edge like knock me down when normally I would but this was the lesson so she was it was so funny so I was like okay well everybody had there was a you know in each group there's jobs and one of the jobs is a uh, timekeeper so just make sure I was like make sure you're back at this spot at this time and she goes like the timekeeper or do you want all of us to be back here and I was like obviously all of you she's like well you need to be much clearer when you talk and I was just like who does that like obviously like I'm doing this like not easy job and you're you're it was so and I was just like okay but I like shrunk down which I don't normally do and then we had to tell a couple bummer stories about artists and and war and whatever and she was just like I was like yeah that's kind of you know I said something like that that, that that's kind of a bummer and she goes are you asking us because that better be a rhetorical question because obviously like was so mean for no reason no reason and I was just like sweating and like why am I allowing this stranger affect me so in between tours I you know meet my two other tour hosts at the cafe and I'm like yeah this is what happened and one of the guys uh I've talked about him last week he uh is a comedian Eric Williams he's hilarious he has a podcast called that's a gay ass podcast you should listen to it he's very funny and he's awesome because he said this he goes 
he, he talked about an event he did years ago and he was like, yeah. And they, they could not have wanted me to be there less. Right. Like he was like, they were like, who is this man? And he's like, I'm sweating and I'm freaked out. And I'm like, and he's like, now that I've done the work, my, like this, the brain, my brain work, I meet people where they're at. He, he said there was a girl on his tour guide who she was like, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Can you guys wait for me to get a cup of coffee? And he goes, no, this is where we'll be. Um, cause he's like, there's 19 other people in this tour group. We're not going to wait for you to get a cup of coffee, but you can be, he's like, meet people where they are. And he's like, whoever that, like that woman that had nothing to do with you. And it was so, and then the next group was amazing. And there was a woman in there who was like a fucking rad girls girl, right? She's the one who had the rapture story that I told last week. I'll think about that to the end of my days. Um, like what, like talk about religious trauma, dude. Uh, but and if you don't know a story, I'm listening, listen to last week's um, episode. But uh, she was so cool. And then and then, you know, at the end, I had them all pick their favorite picture that they took with their group or whatever. And I, I and this the, the not very nice girl was uh, she was a woman. She was like a full blown woman. It was wild. I just don't understand when full blown adults are just dicks in the world. I mean, I do understand it. Obviously, I understand it because, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Blah, 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 but um, uh, but it's also. I have the life coach I follow uh, said that's not an like not an excuse. And I say hurt people hurt people. And I only say that not to be like she's excused for doing that. Just like I wasn't excused for doing that when I was younger and hurt and being mean to anybody I could be mean to. Um, But knowing that. You know, like when it's just not personal, it just takes the personal out of it where it's like this woman, this is probably her interactions everywhere she goes. It has nothing to do with me. And so I, I she was the picture taker, picture taker, photographer um, of their group. And I was like, oh, photographers, show me your favorite picture or like pick your favorite picture amongst your. And then she was like, what are we doing? And I walked over and I was like, oh, pick out your favorite picture. And she goes like that I've ever taken ever or from today. And I was like, <laughs> obviously from today. And she goes, you know, you just need to be much clearer when you speak. And I just smiled and said, okay. And I walked away and you could tell she was like, out, like, it was just like, oh wait, what? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I can't believe I put up with you in the first half of the day. Cause it was just so, but I learned that like, it has nothing to do with me. Meet people where I'm at, I guess. Like that wasn't his lesson. Like his lesson wasn't like meet people where they're at, like be a dick too. But like, you don't have to pick up that. I didn't have to pick up any of that. And then the second encounter, I didn't pick any of it up. And then a few days ago, I went into this bar. Remember this story I told you? Like, I don't know, sometime in July of the, the girl who thought I got her fired from the bar I worked at in Hollywood like 12 years ago that was is I guess still telling people that I got her fired um by the way this broad and I have had many great interactions like I have her phone number we were friends on Facebook and we were not friends on Facebook years ago because she thought I got her fired so like I don't know where this came from but it was so I and I feel bad about this because like I don't think about this woman until someone brings her up or something like this story I'm about to tell you so I, I, we walk into this bar and she's bartending and her look on her face is like not happy, but I don't, rem- it takes me a minute to register who she is, right? Like that's what's, that's also what's sad is I'm like, this happened 12 years ago and you're still harboring this anger. Like 
this bar is not even open anymore. Like no one works at that bar anymore. You know what? Like it's just so odd. And I was like, oh, hi. And she was just like, hmm. And walked away, like walked out from behind the bar. And my friend was like, what was that? And I was like, I'll tell you later. And I figured she would just be like a normal adult and just bartend and not talk to us, right? That's what I would do if I, someone, like many times people have come in that I don't care for at my bar. You know what I do? I serve them. I serve them correctly. I serve them kindly. And I don't talk to them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, how are we? Like, I just give them their, I give them the service, but I don't, whatever. She, you guys, when I tell you, uh, she poured me a glass of wine. I'm not kidding. Two ounces of wine. My friend ordered an Aperol spritz. She poured it in like the biggest possible glass. And my glass of wine was two ounces, literally less than half of a glass. And I was like, is this bitch trying to get me to like get angry? And the only regret I have is that I didn't say anything, but I just didn't want to like give more ammunition. I didn't, it was when I told uh, uh, the story the next day to this, this woman I work with and she goes, was she trying to get you to get her fired again? <laughs> I was like, that's very funny. Um, didn't get her fired the first time. And also, and, but then I was like, all right, I see it. I'm like, that's a really small pour. And I didn't say anything. And I was like, well, maybe this is just their pour now. And then I watched five glasses of wine go out that were like full. And I was like, oh, she's being petty. Weirdly. Right. Like I didn't. And then, we ordered one more drink and my friend and I were like, you know, to quote Michelle Obama, when they go low, you go high. I was like, let's tip her. Let's just get out of here. So we tipped her. And my friend was like, this girl made a mistake. You and I are like Rockefellers when we're drinking. Like we get a couple drinks in us and we're like, we'll give you $40 as a tip for one drink for no reason at all. And, but we tipped her 20%. And it was, and, it, and I ended up knowing the manager and the manager's like, please come back around soon. And I was like, oh, I probably won't. I did not have any fun today. I didn't say that, but I was like, oh yeah, it was great seeing you. But it was like, it's just been a lot of, encounters like this and then I try and you know and I, I try to think about my buddy who was who went to that girl and who said I should go to that girl and reintroduce myself and just be like hey we know each other and I thought you know should I message this girl and text her and be like hey I want to clear the air I think this is where discernment comes in you know what I mean like I if I asked her what was wrong, I already know what's wrong. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like there's like, it wouldn't be genuine of me to be like, I feel like you're upset because I literally don't care. Like I only remember this because I wrote it down to talk about this. In two days, I will completely forget about this. Uh, my buddy's girlfriend blocked me on uh, Instagram a few days ago. And I'm like, this could have happened six months. I mean, she, there, uh, I'm not, my, my buddy and I have, aren't really, we don't really talk that much anymore. And there's, you know, like kind of a, a rift between groups of friends. And I hang out with a group of friends that he's in a roof riff with, which unapologetically, I love those people. Um, so I'm sure it's not personal. But the funny thing is, is I was really bummed out when I found out. And I, and my friend goes, when, do you, when did she do this? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, she could have done this a year and a half ago. And I, I have no idea. Like I, so like, I know in the moment my ego's pissed. And so I only remember this girl because I wrote it down, but I know I, and asking her, like, I don't, I just won't go back to that bar. I haven't been in that bar in like a year. And I just like asking her if there's bad blood between us after all of the rumors she has spread about me um, over the last decade would be so disingenuous because I don't care. She would tell me and I would go, oh, I, I don't care. 
Um, I don't, I wish you well. I have no ill will. I think it's a little embarrassing that you're this upset still. I think it's a little sad. Um, it wasn't, you know, I didn't get you fired and I've tried to be kind to you ever since, but you know, I, I hope you work out whatever that is. So I think like with that, there's like discernment, like pick your battles. But I, I just, when you could be anyone in the world, be like the girl with the sty who sent a picture to that guy and was like, I love women. I just will never understand when you meet a woman who is like, I don't get along with girls. And it's like, mm, there's a lot of rad women out there. That is probably a you thing. Cause women are rad. I have, I have, some of the best women in my life. And it is wild to me. And the older I get, the more these amazing women. I mean, I have so many, I mean, yeah, now I'm just bragging. This is my one lucky broad. I'm one lucky broad that I have these incredible women in my life and incredible men too. And I'm not, this isn't a man bashing thing. It's just, I feel like there's a certain type of male that is dying out. And this is the loud cry of a dying animal, right? Like this, like this, this this predator i mean not and there's unfortunately plenty of those to go around but you know what i mean like men are starting to call out their friends for bad behavior and if you're not a dude that doesn't do that doesn't do that start doing that like we need your help you know like th there's a guy a comic who does like i think a ted talk of some kind where he talks about how he will think about it for the rest of his life that one of his good friends that he saw the signs but didn't say anything raped a girl and he's like I could have stopped that because I just didn't want to upset my boy you know what I mean so like I'm one lucky broad that the older I get the more amazing trustworthy brilliant beautiful inside and out women come into my life and you know the ones who pettily pour two ounces of wine when someone's a patron in their bar or the ones who, you know, who say, you know, just, I mean, the, the, the women that, are, that don't align with who I am are fucking off on their own. And it's, it's really incredible. And I, I've been noticing, you know, I just, like I said last week, I'm like, every time like I see a pattern in my life, I'm like, what are you trying to teach me universe? Cause I know there's something here that you're trying to teach me. And you know, I wish I, part of me thinks I should have said something about that wine, but I'm like, what would it have done? What would her response be? She was a combative person. So like, it just was like, you go low, I'll go high. It's fine. And, you know, don't be a mean girl, Mr. Grinch. If you get a chance and I, and I, and I'm guilty of it, you know, just like the woman behind the bar. And I'm grateful to, I had, I have this wonderful man that I have such a crush on. He has no interest in me, you guys, none at all. None, not even a little bit. Like, I think he finds a lamp more sexually appealing than me. It's fine. Not everyone has to want to have sex with me. I'm just kidding. But not everyone is going to like me that I have a crush on. It is fine. And it's not like I've like told him, but he's made, he, you can, you can just tell. Um, but I'm grateful I have him in my life that calls me out because I was being a mean girl and, and being aware of who I am in this world and bullying this girl because she might have been talking about me. Who knows what she was saying? She could have been like, yeah, I know that girl. And she ignored me all day today. And my buddy was like, oh, she probably didn't mean to. Like, who knows? You know what I mean? So I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that I have the type of women in my life. And that's the name of this episode, that you can sit with us. You know, like, I feel like if we all bond together, like, I feel like, oh, one more mean girl I ran into. And this is a little funny. I was at a party. I was at that party that I got groped at. Um, 
and this girl was with uh, a dude I knew. And I was like, hi, I'm Kim. And she just kind of looked me up and down and she says her name. And I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I know all these guys and I mispronounced a guy's name. And she's like, it's actually this. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's late. I've had some wine and we're at a party and I wasn't trying to be a dick. And why are you being a dick? You know, I was just like, oh, yeah, I thought that's what I said. Sorry. And then she looked me up and down again and like walked away. And then all night I saw her out of the corner of my eye just like judging and like, I, I don't know. And then I was like, who is that broad? And then I saw her in a photo and she was in the real world like 20 years ago and I I I was a little mean at first I was like oh you're in the real world and then I remembered how bad I wanted to be in the real world 20 years ago it's just I'm trying to be more aware of my mean girl tendencies and and also allow the mean girls of the world's behavior just roll off my back because nine times out of ten it really has nothing to do with me um Oh, and here's your poop scoop. I poop my pants again, you guys. <laughs> like, I this is this is out of hand. And this time there wasn't as much crying. Um, I did throw away the underwear because it was like my it was older, and I was just like, you're you're not gonna salvage it. Like, I don't know other women who listeners are period having individual listeners, individuals. You know what I mean? Listeners who have a period. Um, I have two drawers of underwear and. People who don't have periods and you're grossed out, ew, girl parts, uh, grow up. That's what I said to a boss one time. Somebody brought up their period and he was like, ew, gross. And I was like, grow up, Paul. You're like 40. <laughs> and he was like, <gasps> I was like, yeah, grow up, Paul. So period having individuals. I don't know if you have this. I have two groups of underwear. I have my nice underwear that is, you know, pretty and, you know, I wear it on my non-period times. And then I have underwear that I have accidentally bled in that get graduated into a drawer in the back of my closet, not the back of the closet, but a drawer in my closet that I wear when I'm on my period. So I don't care if I accidentally have, you know, if you have a period, you know, accidents happen. And so I poop my pants in one of those. And there was a moment where I, and it was just a sharp, but once again, I will stand by this. It is poop. What is, what comes out? It's poop. You may have thought it was a fart. It's poop. Um, but I thought about it and then I was like, oh, you're just going to throw these away. Cause these were already not, you know, it's kind of getting out of hand. Uh, my, I, it's my IBS has been like either nothing's going on or it's kind of a full blown nightmare. And maybe I need to go back to my doctor, but my doc, my doctor and a lot of people I know who have IBS, their doctors have been like, there's not really anything we can do. Like you can like try and I don't know if that's true though. <sighs> so I pooped my pants. I pooped my pants. Um, not proud of it. I did a lot less crying this time. It's not as funny in the moment. It is funny later, but it is not funny when it's happening. This time, the first time I did a lot of crying, this time I was like, oh man, come on, pay attention. Uh, so if you have a poop scoop, please send it to me. I did a live Q&A the other day with Adam Todd Brown from You Don't Even Like This Network. You Don't Even Like This Podcast. Um, I, I guest host with him a lot. We might have our own show soon. Stay tuned. We might be doing a sports show. I don't want to get too excited about it and announce it, but we've had a few requests. So, uh, yeah, I, lo I love, I love talking to him. But, um, in the, in the Q and a, someone was like, a few people were like, Oh, I have a poop scoop or right, a poop scoops coming. So please send me your poop scoop stories. Uh, Kim crawlspace at gmail.com. K Y M K R A L S P A C E at gmail.com. Um, you can, uh, email this story 
You can do a voice memo and I will play it. It can be anonymous. You can say your name loud and proud. If you don't say anything, like if you don't put your name in it, I'm just going to assume it's anonymous. I won't ever. So you can tell me your stories. I mean, I said that I ran out of my own and I'm not planning on pooping my pants anytime soon, like a month ago, and now I've done it twice. So anything could go, anything can happen, but please send me your stories, kimcrawlspace at gmail.com. And uh, that's the episode. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my imperfections too. Like I feel like I wanted to tell on myself for the times that I've been a mean girl and um, you know, more will be revealed. Maybe that bartender and I will run the one that poured the little wine. Maybe she and I will run into each other somewhere and like an organic conversation will happen. I won't message her though. Cause again, I don't really care. That is a, that is a, that is not a cool, like I don't care to make up with someone who would behave that way if that makes sense um but I am glad that I that I said hi to the other bartender and I'm grateful for that friend of mine who who's very bossy and like I was like fine dad uh but I'm really grateful for him because you know I don't like having bad blood out there and I don't want somebody to think that I'm an asshole um especially I'm not you know so thank you for letting me talk about my uh you know my defects of character. I appreciate it. I love that I get to be human on here. And I love hearing how much other humans relate to my humanity. Um, it means a lot. So uh, that's the episode. Uh, join my Patreon. You'll get some bonus episodes, uh, early access, some other fun stuff. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash Kim Crawl. Uh, check my website. If you're in L.A., I have a couple of dates in November that I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, one is with Jeff May next week. Um, so check my website later this week. It should be up. Uh, that's the episode, guys. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be kind, be safe. Bye. Crawl space, crawl space.